What's going on? This is JLS from Nick of Time Show here giving you that Knicks talk just in Nick of Time. And it's time to talk about the Knicks losing to the Hornets. But before we get into that, I'm going to introduce my man. It's the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G is in the building. Damn right. He's in the building. All right. Yes, sir. As you know, the Knicks lost to the Hornets. 109 to 88. And it's a game that, you know, we thought we can possibly win. It's not a team that we consider really a playoff team. They're kind of on our level. And it was a little disappointing to us Knicks fans. But uh, you know what? I know some people are are kind of panicking right now. But all I have to say is don't panic. Don't panic. It's still early. One game under 500. New team, new regime. We're still getting things together. We still don't have all the pieces right right now. I don't think people even thought it was going to be one game under 500. All right? So so let's calm down. It's still early. Exactly. Right? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, at the moment... Like, let's be real about it. We knew with this team, before we even came into the season, there's going to be a bunch of ups and downs. Right. We know there's going to be some great games. There's going to be some bad games. Right now, the Knicks are in a bad stretch. Right. It, you know, sooner or later, as the season goes on, you expect it to pick up again, hopefully so. Right. Our expectations are really, really high after the three-game winning streak. Now we're back to earth. Exactly. <laughs> but still, we're still not in a bad place. We're still nope. not in a bad place considering, you know, one game under 500. This team is still getting things together. We still have time for the middle here. Who has a system in place? We just need to execute that system. And that's something that we didn't even have last year. All right. We have a Word. building block. All right. So let's talk about the game and what we saw and didn't see. Stats in the facts, man. You know, just spat out some 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 facts and some stats. All right. So for those that have been watching the Nick of Time show. From, you know, when we first started, I'm going to go back to the old format. Mm-hmm. So since the Knicks lost, I'm going to read Charlotte Hornets stats first, their players first and foremost. Okay. Before I get to Knicks stat. Let's pause for a second. This episode was brought to you by Manscaped. All right, fellas, Valentine's Day is on the way. You want to make sure down there is clean, fair, and square manscaped trimmer 2.0 it does not nick your knickers it doesn't grab your hairs it has an led light so you can see what's going on down there is waterproof and is guaranteed to make your lady happy all right so definitely pick up the trimmer 2.0 and also my personal recommendation and ryan backs me up the ball deodorant <laughs> exactly i've been using the ball deodorant since even even before this whole sponsorship i've been using but the ball deodorant it works great it works well the ladies you know if that moment comes the ladies go down there and they're satisfied <laughs> it smells nice and good so go get you some go get go get you some all right yeah. uh man go to manscaped.com and get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code kot all right that is 20 percent off and free shipping with code KOT if you go to manscaped.com. 
And you know what? If you trim down here, send all before and after pictures to Ryan's Gmail account at Ryan. No, 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 no. All right. Never mind. KOT. That is the code. So, Charlotte Hornets were led by Gordon Hayward. 34 points, three rebounds, three assists, plus 25 while he was on the court. Yeah. Really worked RJ, man. RJ had nothing for him. He, he really showed him <laughs> that he was a rookie. And we missed out on him, man. I'm not going to say we missed out on him because I wouldn't give him $120 million, But yeah. he, he showed us what we were missing right now. Exactly. And he had 28 in the first half. Need to throw that in there as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Devontae Graham, 19 points, 7 assists. Mm-hmm. P.J. Washington, 13 points, 5 rebounds, 2 this assists. This guy gave Randall the business as well. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he Miles, he, he's too quick for him. Yeah, too quick. Miles Bridges off the bench, 13 points, 2 assists, 2 rebounds. All right. Yeah, and then Terry Rozier, 12 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Scary Terry wasn't that scary. He wasn't that scary, but, you know, he had an okay game. And then LaMelo Ball off the bench, 14 rebounds, 7 assists to go with 8 points. <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, crazy, you know. Yeah. I wish he wasn't Nick, but it is what it is. Um, the Knicks were led by Kevin Knox. Come 19, on! <laughs> off the bench, 19 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 7 of 17 from the field, 5 of 12 from 3. The lone bright spot. In that game was Kevin Knox finally catching fire from the three-point line, man. Shout out to Kevin Knox. Exactly. And there was another bright spot. Who's that? Alfred Payton. 15 points, mm. six rebounds, and four assists. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, too. But, Half but, of those but points I, was in the fourth quarter. when Exactly. Um, <laughs> Austin Rivers, 13 points, um, four rebounds, First start of the season in place of Reggie Bullock. Right, because Reggie Bullock was out. Yep. Mitchell Robinson, double-double, 12 points, 11 rebounds. Right. 5-5 five five from the field, too. Okay, Mitch. Two blocks and two steals, I believe, too, as well for Mitch Robinson. Yes, yes. Yeah. Then we had Julius Randle looking like no-handle Randle in this game. <laughs> uh, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 yeah. turnovers. Yeah, the first, maybe the second bad game of the season for Julius Randle. Yes, and then we had R.J. Barrett, 11 points, not even 9 ready. rebounds, 5 assists off of 5 of 18 shooting Ooh, from the field. Zero of the place. <laughs> zero of 5 from 3-point range. Oh, my. Uh, All right, let's get to this. Let's, get, let's just yeah. really get to the nitty-gritty of this, brain, this game breakdown, man. <sighs> first and foremost... All Knicks fans, we were really hoping to see Reggie Bullock out the starting lineup, um, and we did. We got Reggie Bullock out. He was out yeah. with an injury. Austin Rivers started, and I was excited to see, like most Knicks fans, what this new lineup is going to look like. And the playmaker, who could also shoot threes in the starting lineups, is going to be good, right? Wrong. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Knicks start out not even scoring. Got into a 10-0 deficit. Knicks missed all five shots, all of them from three, 0 from five. Didn't even score until eight minutes and 29 seconds into the first quarter. 
Word. <laughs> yeah. Missed nine or ten shots at one point in that quarter and then trailed by 17. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did catch up, though. They did. At one catch- point. They did and took catch the, up. And took the lead. But then it just started to just go down from there, and the Knicks couldn't recover for the rest of the game. So yeah, exactly. Now that first portion though, when we didn't score, um, I don't know if it's because those guys haven't played together yet, or you know, Austin Rivers is, is just not hitting those shots. But you know, some of those shots were open. I will say that, and they were just bricking it. Yeah. Um, which is probably the story of the last few games. Pretty Other much. times, though, I just kind of feel like Alfred freaking Payton continues to go the hole and not pass the ball. But that's a whole other part of the story. <laughs> now, as you said, Ryan, we caught up, right? Do you know who was yeah. in the game we caught up? Do you remember? Um, I know Knox was in the game, definitely, because Knox was definitely knocking in those threes. So Knox was, what, Knox was a big reason why the Knicks got back into the game because he had 17 first-half points. You're damn right. Yeah. It was the combination of quickly Knox and Austin Rivers got us back in the game. Quickly had a three-point play. Knox hit two back-to-back threes, and Austin Rivers at some point hits a couple of, of crazy um, layups going to the basket. Now, those three guys are really used to playing together, right? So I feel like they already have a kind of a synergy, which is why you probably saw the game kind of get pushed when those three guys are in the game. But unfortunately, we couldn't really sustain that. You know what I mean? Because the the Hornets, they changed their defense depending on the lineup. When the the first unit got in, you know what the deal is. You know know what it's doing, right? Zone defense. Zone, (laughs) yeah. Zone defense. But when quickly got in a game, they were trying to trap him at first. And they were trying to play that zone and stuff wasn't working. Quickly got into the game. I liked what quickly did when he first got in the game. He was splitting double teams, getting to the tooth of the offense, passing it off to the corners, passing it off to open mans, and was getting nice, clean, open looks. So when I'm looking at this compared to Alfred Payton, I'm just like, why is Alfred Payton in this game? Like, I like. I understand why right now. Yeah. But the more and more I start to compare these two, the more I start to realize I don't care if quickly is missing. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm I mean at this point it's like I feel like at at the moment Alfred Payton doesn't trust any of his teammates outside of Julius Randle. Right. If he see if if he sees Julius, he'll pass the ball to Julius. But besides that, Elfer Payton is just driving into the lane and he either throws up a little floater or that's all he really does at the moment. He's not really trying to pass out to his teammates for open shots and things of that nature. Like I don't know if it's because the Knicks are just missing threes and he's just like, you know what, we're not hitting our open shots anyway, so it's like I might as well just force the issue. Right. Or or if it's just him just having tunnel vision, which is unlike Payton. So I don't know. <sighs> Right, and as you said, we checked earlier, his his passes, his per- pass percentage to Julius Randle has gone up. Before it was 31%, now it's 41%, and now it's probably even higher. Yeah, right? <laughs> probably, it's probably 50 now. Exactly, exactly. And now, here's what it is. The thing I like about Quickly right now, even though he's missing shots, 
Because, you know, he didn't really hit a lot. I think it was like one for ten. Yeah, well, yeah, one for ten, yeah. One from ten from the field. The thing I like about Quickly is the same thing I liked about Frank when he was in the game. You know, he caused the defense to shift from left to right, from side to side, by not being a ball stopper. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when Peyton has the ball, I feel like... The defense is just keyed in because he's just dribble, 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 dribble. I feel like when Elf, when uh quickly has the ball, the defense shifts a lot more. Thus, I feel like the Knicks can get easier shots. And at the same time, like I said, what he has that Frank doesn't has is he's more aggressive. He'll shoot the shot. He'll go to the hole. He'll split the defense. So for me... Looking at this game, I know some people are like, I'm out on Peyton. I mean, I'm out on uh, on Quickly because he's not hitting shots and he's not ready. He's not ready. He's not ready. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. To me, it's worth more to this team to stick it out with Quickly, knowing that A, his jump shot is going to come together eventually and Peyton's won't. Right? Because as what Clyde Frazier said in that game, seven to eight years in the NBA and Alfred Payton is still struggling just like when he got in the league. That's not going to change. That right? it, it changes for a few people, though. It does it, change for a few people, but for the most part, if somebody comes in the NBA and they can't shoot for the most part for their whole career, they either still can't shoot or they become an okay shooter. And it's true, Ryan, that people can't get better. But this is the seventh year. People kind of get you. You see signs of people getting better. Yeah. Right. You see the signs. The signs are the free throw percentage gets better. <laughs> you know, the, the the percentage climbs up year to year by increments. Like you see signs. There is no signs with Peyton. He still sucks at the foul line. When you look at his shot, it's still knuckling. It's still line driving. Yeah. Like there's no sign of it getting better. There's even a heartbeat for RJ, which we'll get into in a minute, of his shot getting better. Yeah. Even though he's breaking as of now. If you look at some of the numbers, you know, you always look at the foul line, but we'll get into that. But as I was saying, just the fact that Emmanuel quickly can shift the defense, eventually you know he'll be able to shoot. And we know we need a shooter in there. It's obvious you don't. It's not, you don't need to be a basketball analyst to know that we need a shooter in there because you see that they're packing the paint, and now no one can get a bucket. Knicks are bottom of the league and finishing in the paint because it's so packed. Yeah, exactly. That long term, it just makes sense to have to have Emmanuel quickly um, run those starter minutes and overtake Alfred Payton. And yeah. Run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Durant. <laughs> so yeah. That's the one thing I know. That's, that's the one thing I want to talk about. All right. As the game goes on, Ryan, uh, it seemed like we had a glimmer of hope, right? Because we tied the game 38 to 38. Yes, we yes, we did, yeah. And then eventually the Hornets push back and we can't keep up. Nope. Randall couldn't score. RJ Barrett kept missing open shots. And that was all true. And the Austin Rivers 
going into the starting line we thought was going to make a difference it really didn't make a difference not at all right my my thing is this like because after the game was over you know i was listening to wally zerbiak and alan Hahn and those guys talking about the game and they were talking specifically about rj barrett Mm-hmm. And they would say that RJ Barrett has to change something about his game because at the moment the three pointers aren't falling, mm-hmm. and and at the moment it's like there comes a time where you know if your shots aren't falling you have to drive to the basket. But my thing is this now: it's like how can you expect them to finish at the rim though when they're packing the paint same way? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, right. I was saying the same thing when I was on CP show with Knicks fan TV. Yeah. They were saying the same thing. They was like, he has to mix it up. He has to go to the hole and shoot the mid-range. And I'm sitting there like, are you watching the game that I'm watching? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it's, it sounds nice to say, oh, mix it up. Pick yeah. Mr. Rig Drink. But I'm going to put some clips up. So I'm going to put some clips up here. If you're watching a game, when you have Alfred Payton in the game with Randall and Mitch and those guys... All the guys are packed in from the foul line down. Exactly. What mid-range are you going to? <laughs> There's yeah, no mid-range. The mid-range is... <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. And my thing is this. It's like, I like okay, if you're going to have that lineup in the game, there comes a point where if RJ Barrett wants that space, he's going to have to shoot himself out of that space. Yo, Ryan. Ryan. I feel like we're here, man. Yeah. <laughs> like we, I feel like we're on the same page. I was saying the same thing. I was like, listen, it might sound nice to say mid-range is the answer, but the answer really is the gym. Yeah. Because like Tom Thibodeau said, Tom Thibodeau said this. Like, you know, the guys, they haven't really been in gym lately because they've been practicing, but we have a bunch of gym rats here. So he figures they're going to figure it out eventually. Yeah. Um, but you know, at the time though, I don't know if we have that much time to, we, to, to, to do that, man. Like we have, we only have eight players here as of now, if RJ can't figure it out, I feel like you might have to do something in rotation. I feel like I, I it's my, might not be a popular opinion, but I feel like you might have to sit him. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying sit him for like 10 minutes a game, Yeah, but I'm saying Maybe try another guard. Maybe try giving Austin Rivers more of his minutes mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Cut his minutes down from lead leading, you know, shave five or five to eight to ten minutes off. Because right yeah. now he's averaging, what, 38 minutes a game? Yeah, tops in the league. Yeah. If you shave that to 28 to 30, give Austin Rivers some of those minutes, it might help out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, at this moment... I'm even for a knock starting at this moment because I'm like, yo, the Knicks need the Knicks need something to start a lineup. They need something. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with it. I'm with it, man. And I'm glad you mentioned Kevin Knox, man. Knox, I told you the last sold. Watch out, man. He's coming. <laughs> he's coming. You saw my boy 19 points. Only scored two in the second half. Yeah, he needs to work on that consistency throughout the game, but... Still hot, though. Yeah. But let me tell you something about Kevin Knox, though, no, because this is what happened. Knox gets in the game, right? First of all, I'm, I'm intertwining this Knox talk with the the Richard the Richard Jefferson. Oh, my God. That's a bro yeah. for me. Oh, damn. Richard Jefferson. <laughs> R- RJ. I got the RJs. 
the oh, RJ man, don't, Barrett, right? Yo, yo, don't, don't mention that man's name on our show. Don't mention that man's name. Yeah, another bro for me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a portion of the game, right, where RJ managed to go to the basket. And do you know why he was able to go to the basket? The, the Hornets actually was playing up. So when they were playing up, RJ was able to head fake and get to the basket with ease. Yeah. So another way to kind of fix what's happening is maybe having RJ play with more shooters. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Facts. Maybe have him play more with the bench. Maybe have him play more of the men. Maybe you stagger the minutes, have RJ play with the starters, sub him out a little bit early, and then have him play at the bench, at least until Alec Burks comes back. So you can have that yeah. benefit of having more shooters, and he's able to take advantage of the extra spacing. Exactly. And it might work out, it might work out to the point where, say, for example, you pay him a few, a few minutes with the starters and you take him out early. And then you put him in with the bench players. And then say, for example, with the bench players, since he has more space, he's able to get more of a rhythm. So Boom. that when he's so that when he plays with the starters now late in the game, he's actually he might be able to actually knock down those open three pointers towards the end of the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yo, this is this is this. This is analysis you get on KOT show, all right? Exactly, yo. <laughs> yo, Thibs, hire us. Hire us, dude. Hire us. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But yeah. Now, as of Kevin Knox, as you said, he gave you 17 points. I mean, 19 points total, 17 in the first half, only two in the second. We already know what he has to work on. Here, look. The scouting report is out on Knox. Once he starts making the funeral, they're not giving him any space. Nah. Even when you head fakes and drives, baseline, they're sending like a little double over him, over to him. You know yeah. what I mean? So he's going to have to work on um, one dribble pull-ups, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Or even the dribble sidestep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you take a dribble, when you head fake, dribble, take a step to the side and shoot the three instead of... Um, Going to the hole and into the basket since they're starting to anticipate that more now. That's yeah. that's 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 the new three point way of doing it. You know what <laughs> I mean? The new yeah, kids doing it right now. Dribble sidestep instead of dribble inside the arc. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's definitely going to have to incorporate more of a mid range game. You know, when they, when they keep him out of the paint and things like that, when they run him off the three point line. Exactly. Exactly. Also, um, the turnovers. The turnovers. Now, we all know the offense is stagnant, and Edson mentioned this last show. If your offense is stagnant, the only way you're going to be able to force points is by playing defense. Knicks only forced 10 turnovers that game. The moments we started coming back, Ryan, is the moments we started forcing those turnovers. Yeah. So we have to do a better job on the defenses and Especially before Alec Burks come back, if we even want to have a prayer of of winning some of these games. Exactly. All right. All right. Now, Randall, I'm giving Randall a pass. I'm giving Randall a pass. Probably his second bad game. Today we had the bad Randall today. T- today we had the turnovers that annoyed me last season. Jumping in yeah. the air. 
throwing the ball to who knows who. You, you know, Kevin he, Knox for no reason. I, I, was, I was just about to mention that because I'm like, yo, what did he expect Kevin Knox to do there? Like, Kevin <laughs> Knox is in the corner standing there waiting for the ball and he throws it. And it's like, yo, that's on you. You passed the ball. Kevin Knox is standing in the corner. What exactly. you doing? Exactly. That's on you, bro. That is on you. Don't jump in the air when you're passing the ball and things like that won't happen. Exactly. So we, Go ahead. And I was just saying, but to be honest about it, though, if he threw it directly at Knox, I think Lamelo Ball would have stolen it. Because when I when I watched the play over again, Ball was in that passing lane. No, he was. Yeah, so it's like even if he threw it towards Knox, that would have been a steal. No, it was. He, he had to like the lesser of two evils was throwing it out of bounds. Yeah, but the correct play was not to jump in the air to look to pass in the first place. Because that's why he was even in that situation. Because he did the spin move, jumped in the air, realized he had nowhere to go. Looked at Knox in the corner and realized he had the wrong angle and threw it out of bounds. Yeah. And then blamed Mox. And then blamed Knox for it. Like, whose man is that? Come on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That wasn't a look. That wasn't a look. Nah. Um, that's and that's that's really all I have to say about this game, Ryan. Except for Mitchell Robertson, only second hero, 12 points, 11 rebounds, two steals, two blocks, uh, and seven Only offensive. one foul. One foul. Once One again. One foul. Once again. Once again, did not foul out of the game. Also, man, Washington was killing Randall. I know you missed this, Ryan. But Washington was killing Randall on the one-on-one. When Mitchell Robinson was in the game, that stuff was not happening. Not at all. Exactly. So, so shout out to Mitch. And also shout out to Nerlens Noel, man. Nerlens Noel's had a good game. What, what can you tell me about Nerlens Noel's game, Ryan? I don't know if you saw. I mean, he was basically doing what he was brought to the team to do. Defend the paint, block shots, you know, make it hard for guys to finish at the rim. And he was basically doing that. And when he was in the game, he had a positive impact. He's the only player that had a positive plus minus, plus six, when he yeah. was in the game. Exactly. Exactly. So shout out to Nerlens Noel. Show some extra fight. Especially in the first half of the game. And I also want to say, did we talk about Gordon Hayward already? Yeah, Gordon Hayward? Yeah. I mean, we mentioned him. Like, we mentioned his stats. We didn't really mention, like, how he killed us. But, yeah, we mentioned his stats. We mentioned him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all I have to say is he killed us. He killed RJ. It exacerated RJ's problems, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it exacerated RJ's problems, man. You can't, you're getting killed on the defensive end and you and you can't score. Yeah. Exacerated RJ's problems. But rough, I, rough game. Rough game. But I'm going to keep saying this. I am not interested in trading RJ. It's only his second year. His foul shooting has ticked up a little bit. It's starting to drop, but it's mm -hmm. a positive sign of things to come. Hopefully, he stays on that path. And hopefully, when he gets back in the gym and puts up some extra shots, his cane will come back around. All right? So, all the guys, I know everybody, there's people talking about GD, RJ, trading him. He's a bust. Nah, no, you see? Chill. You see, this is what people like. We can't just be like every time somebody has a bad game, okay, trade them and this and that. Like, no, you only trade players like that unless you're getting a superstar player in return. Oh, that's the only time when 
trading a guy like RJ or Randall or whoever the case may be seem reasonable. If we're just going to trade RJ just to trade him, like, that's not it. That's not the answer. Absolutely. The answer right now is be patient. He's averaging, what, his highest rebound total in his career. His playmaking has gotten better. And you'll see when the shots start to fall, the playmaking is going to open up even more for him. Yeah. You know? So calm down. RJ will be back. Exactly. Just just hold your horses. Hold your horses. All right. And can we and can we at least wait until Alec Burks come back first and see how you know things are when the guy comes back? Absolutely. Absolutely, Ryan. Cause I, and another and another thing. <laughs> and I'm glad you mentioned Alec Burks too, because you know, I, you know, RJ's minutes have gone up, and a lot of that can probably be contributed to Alec Burks not being in a lineup. Probably, yeah. You know? So you will hope that once he's back, his minutes will come down a little bit. Um, also, these back-to-backs, man. Tom Thibodeau playing this team uh, over 30 minutes in a 20-point loss, 20 point loss the night before. Not a good look. Nah. Not a good look. It probably it might contribute to the tire legs on the next game. Like, you have to recuperate. Like, I know it seemed like, you know, Tom Thibodeau, I love what he's been doing. He's had the time to reflect as a coach, and, you know, figure out what he did right and wrong. The running the players into the ground thing, he still might have to take a look at that and look in the mirror a little bit. And Yeah, it, to, to me, it's like Thibs is too old school. Like, yeah, back in the day when it was like the 80s and the 90s, yeah, that's when you played starters like 38, 40 minutes a game, et cetera, and things like that. But nowadays... These plays aren't built like that, yo. Like you have to guy, you have to play these guys. Like you're gonna get the most out of them if you pay them like maybe 30, 31 minutes a game at the most. And not you only know? that, Ryan, the game is quicker than it was. Yeah, that too, yeah. So that 38 minutes a game now versus then is different. You know what it yeah. is, too? You know what? I'm not I, I, you know what? I'll say this too. You they'll beat you up more in those 38 minutes a game. In the nineties, I'll say yeah, that. that is true. Yeah, <laughs> he'll beat you up more. Word. But you're running more in this thirty-eight. Yeah, in the two thousands and up for sure. So love what Tom Thibodeau is doing, but please, Tom, just just bring that down a little bit, okay? All right. Well, that is our show. There's no ending, no blueprints, no brufik. Just a regular game recap, man. And actually, this yeah. was longer than I thought it was going to get. I guess we're just used to doing long shows, Ryan. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, you know where to find us, man. We you can find us on Twitter at the KOT Show, Instagram at Nick of Time Show. You can find me on Instagram at GLS Strauss Things, right? And you can also find us on nicktimeshow.com. You can also find our merch as well on the nicktimeshow.com. It's Kevin Knox, Frank Lakina, Whose Man's Is This, all those type of merch, all there. Yes, right. sir. Where can they find you, Ryan? You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is Chilling. Sir G is Chilling. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. You can find me on Twitter as well at Sir underscore G is Best. That's right. Yes, sir. We are out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. <laughs>